Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. When I first started, like I said, I was more just recording this for myself. I believed I was speaking to women. I believed they would want to hear this. I believed this would be interesting to them. And unfortunately, men eclipse women. Fertility awareness method is like probably one of the best things I've ever done. I have a sex bucket list tutorial. Jump in there. It'll help you. If you're not sure, if you're struggling a little bit, you have to explore what turns you on. Stay curious. There should just be a tribe of curious girls out there. You got to take a little responsibility. It's your sexuality. Understand what you are interested in. Discover yourself. There's a shit ton of good men out there. A lot of good men. More good men than I think we have good women for, to be honest with you. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. How is everybody doing? Happy New Year, guys. Oh my gosh, can you believe it? We're already into a brand new year. Well, I kind of wanted to start off this year, I guess, sort of setting the record straight or making things right with my female listeners. I got this lovely voicemail from a listener. And I wanted to, first of all, play it and address it. But she gave me a really good idea for a show episode. So I'm going to start off. That's like I'm starting off the first episode of, well, it's, it's actually, I was going to say the first episode of season eight. It's actually not the first episode of season eight because season eight officially on the books started on. December 19th. However, that's when I did my, because that's when I did my very first episode was 2016, December. Yeah. 2016 of December 19th was the first released <laughs> episode. <laughs> oh my goodness. Who knew what was coming? You know, who knew that would be eight years in the making? So we're starting off season eight and we did actually did officially start that on the 19th. I didn't announce it. Like I think last year I did. I bring it up from time to time. But yeah, the official start date of the Curious School Diaries was 2016, December 19th. So we are now in our, we're now in 2024. Holy shit. Can you believe it? Now, by the way, I'm just, just so you guys know, I'm recording this ahead of time. I'm not, we're not, I'm not in 2024 as I record this, <laughs> but I wanted to start off this first episode officially of 2024 to be dedicated to the women because of this voicemail. And this is why I love your voicemails, guys. You don't understand how much you inspire me. It's incredible the influence you have over my creativity as far as what needs to be said. And then, you know, you'll inspire me with things to do just 
there's so many different ways that interacting with you inspires me. And so I just want to point that out. That's why I'm always saying, hey, send me voicemails, really because it helps keep me motivated to keep doing this. And I just, the feedback is what has driven this show. Because as you know, if you've listened for a long time, originally the intention was not to go long-term with this show. It was to document me scratching things off my sex bucket list in a year's time frame, recording and capturing the evolution of what that did to me and how that changed me and who I was becoming because of that. And then just fade off into the background anonymously. And that would be that. That was the only intention. I was recording all of this for me. It is, it was a diary to myself. And I let other people listen, right? I let other people have the advantage of listening in because, you know, again, I'm anonymous and I thought, well, why not? And that was kind of, it just added a fun element to it. Okay. Fast forward to now. 2024. I got this lovely voicemail from a listener. Let me play it. And I want to address what she's talking about. Okay. So here it is. Hi, Layla. I just wanted to say I've been listening to your podcast for a couple years now. And along with a good therapist and some soul searching, it's changed my life. I got out of a marriage with a guy who was really not interested in sex and not interested in exploring and fixing that. And I started exploring my sexuality with a lot of different guys, um, first secretly and then now more openly. And for the first time in my life, I'm 51, for the first time in my life, I am juggling different guys and living the dream as you presented it being my, my own personal Samantha Jones and exploring my sexuality with some different amazing men. I agree with so many of your points, especially about women getting off birth control. Now that I'm in menopause, my sexuality is way better than before. And you really inspired me with don't waste the pretty, <laughs> you know, get out there and bake your bucket list and do all the things. I just want, I guess, as point of comment, I just want to say that you know, women really benefit from your show also. Sometimes I feel like you're speaking to a male audience, but I get so much out of you. And also, please remember that people can have sex and great sex after they turn 50. And I really am looking forward to that. So maybe I won't be as pretty forever, but I still hope I can have great sex. So thank you so much for everything you do. I love your show. And Best of luck to you. Bye. Okay, and well, first of all, thank you so much for your voicemail. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. I love hearing what you just said. That makes my heart happy. It really, really does. Let's kind of first of all dive into the female audience issue. I, I just want to kind of get that out of the way. So when I first started, like I said, I was more just recording this for myself. So if you've listened to the very beginning, I know you've been listening a couple of years. I don't know if you've gone all the way back, but if you listen, it was really all about me, me for me, I guess. And then as I got going along, the feedback I was getting was whomever was reaching out. They were mostly male. 
And then when I go to my statistics, when I look at my, what the podcast, the data, when I analyze that, it is resoundingly men that listen to the show. And that's fine. Actually, you know, the intention was, as I was doing it, I believed I was speaking to women. I believed they would want to hear this. I believe this would be interesting to them. And unfortunately, men eclipse women as far as the data goes, as far as what I can see. Now, I'll just say this too. Podcast data, the things that we are able to extrapolate from who's listening, it's really paltry, (laughs) paltry data in the sense that I don't get the direct data from like, I can't tell who's listening. I don't know, you know, somebody's name or where they live or anything about them. When you create a show and you syndicate it, whoever is hosting it on their platform. So whether that's Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, whoever's syndicating your show you're their customer, not mine. I don't know much about you, except they'll share little bits, which is like the age range of who listened to the the bulk. So you'll get a bulk data kind of a thing, right? It's who listened to the episode. It's of you know men and women between men between this age group, and then you can you can see the breakdowns: this age group, that age group females between this age group, that age group. But I can also see, and then the one thing I can see is the percentage of male to female listeners. But again, it's not all aggregated in one spot. I have to go and log in and look at, I got to look at Apple. I got to look at Spotify. I got to look. Anyway, I generally don't do that, but I have a good, I do from time to time look. And so to your point, M you pointed out that I'm predominantly speaking to men. And yes and no, I guess with that one. Yes and no, because like I said, when I started out, I was just speaking to anybody that would listen. I didn't care about your genitals. And then over time, as I decided to stay and keep the show going, then I got into the business sense of it. And then I was like, well, I mean, the data doesn't lie, right? So it's really, depending on which platform you're looking at, and that's why I was really breaking this down, because a lot of people don't know this, but you know, you might find it interesting, that I have to go to all these different, whoever's syndicating the show, I have to pull their data and then take that data and average it. And it's a lot of, it's not a clear-cut way. However, it's on average, it's probably, I hate saying this. I hate, I hate that this is the fact. It's probably about 70, 30 men to women. And that was just never my intention. It's just the way it ended up. And so as a smart business person, when I see this, I'm like, well, so I do have to create more episodes that are, I guess what you would say, male centric. Now, the good news is that sex I'm just talking about sex and my sex life. And that resonates with guys, which is why I'm actually doing this episode, M. And you've inspired me. And this is why I love the voicemails is because I get the feedback from who's listening. I get the feedback from what you need, what you want, what's going on with you guys. And then I can understand better how to create episodes that 
meet that need or address certain issues or speak to what you've just left me. So this is very, this voicemail just resonated with me. It's very inspiring. And I feel like, yes, you're right. Em. on some levels, I don't do enough female centric episodes. So I am starting off my eighth year. Just want you to know, Em, with this is about the women and see the, but here's the thing. This is what I was talking about. The guys will listen because they want to know like what we're thinking. Cause we're so, we're such a mystery to them. And on some levels, you know, on many levels, they're straightforward. And to that note, they're sort of easier to just that, you know, they like sex. They're all about sex. If you're going to talk about sex, they're probably going to show up. But, but for this stuff, you know, I mean, this, this episode is really, really going to be dedicated to women. And what I can say to women after seven solid years of exploring my sexuality, and I think this is really going to help, but I just want to say that I loved your voicemail because it really inspired me to do this and get into all this stuff. Okay. So first of all, I'm proud of you for you're getting out of a relationship that just wasn't working. And now you're exploring. I love the fact that you're highlighting that, Hey, it's not an age thing. And you know what? It isn't. And I I hope I've never made this about an age thing. You know, when I talk about, when I talk about all this stuff, and since you've been listening for a couple of years, I don't know if you've gone back and look, you know, listen to everything, but I've always, I've always highlighted that this is not age specific. And I absolutely, you know, agree with you that sex can be great no matter what age you're in. I think it's honestly, I'll be honest, I think it's harder in your 20s. I'm not going to lie. I just think, I think you're still figuring things out. So I'm sure there's plenty of women that can prove me wrong, but I think they would be the exception and not the rule. I just think for women, we're a little slower. Men are so much more interested in sex as a general rule, right? They love it and it's fantastic for them. They're not having problems figuring out their orgasms. They're not feeling self-conscious. They're not feeling slutty. You know, all the all the weird little things that come along with come to women. And so you're out there doing your thing and I am proud of you and I'm glad. I love that you're talking about getting off birth control and you're doing your bucket list and you're not wasting the pretty. This is so, so important. You know what I would suggest to you um, is if you're out there and you're exploring, one of the things I'm going to talk about later on in this episode, because like I said, you inspired it, I'm going to get into just kind of my list of things I recommend for women overall. And it's not age specific because this applies, I believe, to every single female because we're just we have different things going on at different ages, but we pretty much stay wired the same as far as our, I think our sexual, you know, our sexual biases and the things that can affect us sexually, I think will affect you when you're in your twenties, your fifties, your, you know, thirties, forties, fifties, all that. Like there's a lot of this stuff that kind of stays static. And so let's address this. And, but you know, the interesting thing, Em, is that the men are going to listen to this. This is the one thing I wanted to point out. The men are going to tune into this we don't listen to male, do we, I mean, how many women go and listen to men centric podcasts to try to understand them? Men will listen to this episode, which really has no relevance for them, but they're going to listen to it because 
they want to know. They really want to know and understand us. And I feel like we don't do the same. So I, I would highly encourage all the female listeners to check out the male centric podcasts or male centric platforms where they can get information and just understand what's going on with men better. Because, you know, if you don't, if you don't know, you're just, you're just going to be in the dark. Hello, beautiful people. I'm here to talk about something that can truly revolutionize your life. Have you ever wished you could have access to pleasure-based sex education right in the comfort of your bedroom? Well, your wish is about to come true with Beducated. Beducated offers over 100 online courses from the world's top experts, bringing you the best techniques and skills to enhance your love life. Whether you're single, in a relationship, no matter your sexual orientation or gender, Beducated is a safe space for all. Try some of my personal favorite courses on Beducated, like how to make your partner squirt, prostate massage, and all the ways to pleasure a penis. You can master new techniques, reignite the spark in your relationship, and build confidence to explore new depths of pleasure. So why buy more stuff when you can invest in your sex life instead? Try all Beducated courses for one day free. You won't get charged for the first 24 hours and you can cancel at any time. No risk with a 14-day money-back guarantee. Get 60% off the yearly pass with my coupon code CURIOUS. Invest in your love life and join Beducated now for just $6.66 per month. By the way, you can also gift your loved ones a personalized Beducated gift card. So what are you waiting for? Click on the link in the show notes and use the coupon code CURIOUS and join the Beducated family today. Remember, it's not just about having great sex. It's about being Beducated. Again, for a better sex life as a woman, knowledge is power and you're, you're going to do better off. And the men already know this. They've clued into this. They are desperate to understand this. Like I said in, in my Sleeping with Savages episode, they'll freaking learn love languages. They'll read books. They'll go to counseling with you. I mean, they'll go to crazy yoga classes. They'll do just about anything to really start to get close to you, A, and then understand you, you know, B, right? And so we kind of need to pitch in and do our best too. So, but here's my recommendations. I'm going to just jump in here. Like, here's my recommendations for what I think, what I think will really help women. And so again, this is, this M, thank you so much for your voicemail. You've inspired this episode. Very good point. I just, you know, I felt like, okay, maybe my female listeners aren't feeling the love. Maybe they're not feeling like I'm speaking directly to them. I always assumed that they knew I was because I'm a woman and, you know, you can track along and what I'm saying relates to you. But definitely, no hiding it, my listener base is mostly men. And take that information, do what you will with it. But here we go. Here is, you know, here's my, here's some of the things I think women really, really should focus on to have, you know, their best sex life. First of all, and I've talked about this, get off birth control, get the fuck off birth control. It's a hormone. Okay. Pharmaceuticals have a wonderful purpose and I do not knock them, but you know, I was just having lunch, having a spa day, actually a quite very nice spa day in a very, you know, swanky spa with one of my, one of my besties. And she has been in the pharmaceutical industry since we were in, since her first job out of college. 
And she stayed in that industry and shield. She just said to me, it was interesting. She just said to me, the more I know about, you know, the longer I've done this and the more I've gotten into this is the more I'm anti-pharma. And I say that, like, take that with a grain of salt, everybody. Okay. I'm just saying you have to do your research. Don't let things be prescribed to you or get on things or put your daughters on things that you don't know what it's doing to them. And the problem is we've kind of traded that, that convenience for other side effects that we weren't just really anticipating. So yes, while you can control, it's funny, I, you know, I think about birth control in the sense that probably the number one reason it's controlling births is because it just, it fucks with your sex drive. You, you, great. You get on it and you're, you know, now you're protected from creating life, but you're also, you know, a lot of the side effects are things that affect your libido. So you're, yeah, no shit. You're not going to have any kids. You, you don't even want to have fucking sex. And I don't think that was the original point of you getting on birth control. And while I have no evidence of this, zero guys, zero, I do believe in cause and effect. Birth control has only been out there for so long, right? And so you, as you go along, you can, now we have enough data and enough time to sort of track results. Well, what I, what I saw in my friend group and my peer group is that a lot of women, mid thirties women were having infertility issues. Why? What the fuck? Infertility. Well, because nowadays women are started off on birth control. They've been on birth control from go. Some of them, many like me who just didn't have periods. You know, I mean, you can completely just get rid of your cycle. Well, your natural urge to want to have sex tracks around the hormones that are associated with your menstruation. Hello. Again, I'm not a doctor, but let's, this is common sense stuff here. So again, please don't, you know, think about yourself, how it applies to you. I'm not advocating anybody do anything stupid, but fertility awareness method is like probably one of the best things I've ever done. And I've talked about it, talked about it. You know, you can Google it. I literally bought a book, read the book and then followed what they said. It's so easy to do. You track it in your app. You stick a little basal thermometer in your mouth in the morning. It goes to the app on your phone. And then once you, it takes about a month and then you start to see, oh my gosh, there it is. Boop, there's my ovulation. I don't know why this was so empowering for me. I finally was like, holy shit, I know what's going on in my body. And then when you start to, when all of those natural chemicals and hormones come back, this is another reason why I believe women can't have orgasms. They're not as into sex overall, you know, why we're not as sexual is because we've suppressed it. We're suppressing it and we don't even know it. We're not realizing what we're doing by the convenience of avoiding an unwanted pregnancy. The thing is, is that an unwanted pregnancy is only happening specific times in the month. It's not the majority of your month. It's a small amount of time in your, of your month. Take a little time to invest in yourself and just get to know your body and understand what's going on with it. That's all I'll say. I'll get off my soapbox about that. I've probably preached this way too much. Okay. But if you can, if you can, investigate fertility awareness method. You will be so much happier. And it, 
honestly changed my life. I just didn't realize all of the side effects that I was experiencing because I'd lived like that for so long from, I guess, probably about 18 on, 18 on, you know, for a decade. I just didn't know what I didn't know. So give it a shot if you're, you know, if you're interested in, again, I'm not trying to get anybody pregnant. (laughs) I'm not trying to advocate things or discuss, you know, something that's not in my wheelhouse. I don't have a background in medicine, but I do have a background in common sense. There we go. All right. The next thing is make a sex bucket list. You ladies, first of all, you don't even know what you're interested in. And so like guys, they're just, they have a lot of creativity when it comes to sex. Women, we're just sort of in the background with the lights off, maybe once a week, if we get pushed by our partners, we are just, we're really sucking high and tit in this category. So make a sex bucket list. Start to think about what really turns you on. If you sit and give it a little time, you'll know you know what you're excited about. You know what gets you all juicy and turned on. You know when your nipples are getting hard and you're getting the goosebumps and your body's reacting and you feel all of a sudden your clit has its own heartbeat. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Really, you should be having that all the time. There's no reason why you can't be just as horny as a man. You absolutely can. And once you are, let me just tell you, it's a whole nother world. You will love it. You feel alive. You feel sexy and beautiful and attractive, you know, and all the things that we want to feel as women. But for some reason, we're not. And I get it because I was in that mode. I was like, well, I literally was so shut down. It was bizarre. Like when I look back at my former self and I'm just like, gosh, what on earth? It's like a sexual zombie apocalypse that women are going through. We've gone into some weird zone. (laughs) Get out of it. But you got to start with kind of priming the pump. We're very cerebral. This stuff starts in our heads. We need that men just visual. They're, they're animalistic. Like they see a female, she's hot. It's like instant boner. We need a little more. So stimulate, help stimulate yourself by researching, doing a little research. I do. I'm going to plug it. It's not, it's free. Go to my website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com. I have a sex bucket list tutorial. Jump in there. It'll help you. If you're not sure, if you're struggling a little bit, that will help kind of lead you through it. It's basic. It takes about an hour, but you're going to walk away with at least five things, three to five things, probably more, but that you want to try, or that at least you've identified like, oh, this turns me on. I should explore that more. So I do highly recommend it. The second thing is masturbate. Ladies, oh my gosh, fucking touch yourselves. What feels good? Do not rely on men to lead you sexually in the bedroom with your creativity. And I say that with a caveat because obviously you have some good lovers and then there's certain power dynamics where people are in control. Okay. But, but you can't even be in a good power dynamic and you can't be a good lover to anybody and a good partner. And at least until you know yourself, regardless of how that expresses itself in the bedroom, what, you know, you're using, if you're vanilla, you're using a power dynamic, you know, you have certain kinks and fetishes, 
you have to explore what turns you on. That was the genesis of this podcast. I wanted to know what turns me on. I'm very curious about that. Stay curious. There should just be a tribe of curious girls out there. It sounds like a goofy little name, but really, really think about it. It's like, you got to kind of captain that ship for a while. You better get to know yourself. Otherwise, you're only setting yourself up for disappointment. It's not fair to the guy who has to come along and sort of drag your ass into sexy town when you don't even know what the fuck you like. You got to take a little responsibility. It's your sexuality. Understand what you are interested in. Discover yourself. It is such a fun adventure. I get it. Nobody's teaching us this stuff. I understand. Nobody taught me it either. I just had to sort of figure it out. Forrest Gump my way through it. Let me help you. I'm here. This podcast is really here for the women. And by the way, when I started this podcast, I actually naturally, naively, I assumed women would listen. I did not think it would be men. I really felt like women there would be other women out there who were going, wanting to go through a sexual awakening or had. And it was really, I really kind of felt like this is going to be the secret society of women. Wrong. (laughs) I thought I'd have this huge female listener base. No, that did not happen. That's okay. That is okay. Nothing really went according to plan, right? It was supposed to be a year and one and, you know, one year done out of there. Goodbye didn't happen. That's fine. But I want women to, you got to step up and take a little ownership of your own, your own sexuality. And you have to discover what you like so that then you can really express it to a partner. They'll take the ball and run with it, toss it to them. They'll do the heavy lifting, trust me, but you got to do some work on yourself and in the background so that you come to them informed and you're not waiting for them to figure out your body. You've already figured it out. So the masturbating is key. Masturbate, masturbate, masturbate. Explore yourself. You need to know how you're wired, what feels good so that you can direct the person touching you and stimulating you and express it when you're in the act. Like, I I mean, I love telling a guy like, suck my clit harder, you know, or pinch my nipples, whatever it is, like, fuck me harder. That feels good. Slow down, you know, just like, oh, you know, just like that. All the stuff that you say, you need to be able to have, first of all, know what what feels good. And that's through a lot of masturbation and sexual, solo sexual play. And then you're able to tell a partner what you like. Now, I like that a lot of women, I feel like that's changed. And there's a lot of women that are really, really solid with it. Like a lot more. I have seen a shift. I love this. I have seen a big from just from when I started to now. So this is good, but let's keep that momentum up. Ladies, masturbate, masturbate, masturbate. Now let's talk about some of the things that are kind of maybe a little more less of what you're thinking about sexuality, but I'm just, I'm just going to lump a bunch of stuff in there. Okay. Stay the fuck off social media. First of all, it's a waste of brain cells. Okay. Who the fuck cares what some chick that you don't even know is doing and guys don't like it. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. 
That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. There's a lot of things that we do that are really just for us. It's a turnoff to men. So just it's kind of funny that despite the fact that we do all this shit that turns men off innately, they still put up with us. It's because they want sex so badly. It just speaks to that. Like they really, really want to have sex. They put up with a lot of shit, way more than we do. But stay off social media. And you know, here's why. You don't need to be, it doesn't help. It doesn't help you feel more confident, more sexy. If you want a specific idea or concept, Google it. Yeah, put it in YouTube, that kind of a thing. But just sitting there scrolling through somebody's perfect Pinterest reel that they've absolutely filtered the hell out of. There's zero reality to a lot of this stuff, you know, about how they're looking, the life that they're living. It's all contrived. There's no authenticity to it. Nobody gives a shit. Okay. Guys don't give a shit. They don't need you wearing a fucking shit ton of makeup. They hate it. Actually. They don't like it. And I, I get it. It's not like just show who you are. Just show who you are. Be who you are. Show up. Be authentic. Once you've tapped into this, the y- your own sexuality, trust me, it emanates. It's like a homing beacon. There is no makeup tutorial that's going to beat a confident, sexy woman with no makeup on. I don't care. Like guys fucking pick up on it. I don't know what it is. It's like a an energy, for lack of a better word. I hate to sound like to get out there and sound shishi woo woo and all that stuff because I'm really not, but they pick up on it. And if you think about it, again, all the things that are based on our sexuality are very, very primal. Cavemen were not looking for Instagram models. They weren't looking for the woman with the best filter, the woman with the snatched waist, the woman with the makeup you know, the most makeup. No. And so again, men being very, very basic and we love them, bless their hearts. They are primal. They are cavemen. That is still their lizard brain. They are still in that mode. They're hunters. And that's what they're looking for sexually in a mate, very basic things. And we've just gone over the top with it because, you know, we think we're really just more doing this to compete against other females and show up and look good for other females. The men don't give a shit. Just saying. And I'm not saying I don't fall trapped to some of this stuff too. I absolutely do. But I'm aware that men don't care. So I would say, ladies, just cut down your social media, who's influencing you and focus on yourself. 
and focus on the how you feel about yourself. And if you're feeling sexy and you want to have sex, that's good for you. That's good for your current partner or any potential partners. Having that knowledge and being able to take that with you to current relationship or future relationships is going to help you way more than keeping up with this person or that person who doesn't even know you and who's probably doesn't date either because they're sitting there so busy editing their fucking photos to an unrealistic perfection. I said, lay off the heavy makeup, which again, just, do you guys know who Tammy Faye Baker is? Look her up if you don't. Okay, just there's all these memes about her, probably from years and years ago. And this was like from my parents' generation, the Tammy Faye Baker incident. But poor lady, I mean, literally just way too much makeup. Okay, just you don't need to, don't be a Tammy Faye. Okay, you don't, like I said, guys don't care. If you go to bed and there's makeup like would rub off on your pillow that looks like your face, like an imprint, you're wearing too much. Literally, it should be light and should complement your features. It shouldn't overshadow it, take over your whole goddamn face. All right, enough about that. Oh, be open. This is one thing I learned be open minded to dating outside of your criteria. We all have our criteria, ladies, but what we need to do is be a little more open minded. When I did started this, I really just was like, okay. I want to be open-minded and I'm going to try. And obviously there's some things I can't be open-minded about. Like I'm tall, you know, you guys know my thing on tall. However, I really expanded with age range, which I never thought I'd concede to. And just overall demographic, socioeconomic backgrounds, that kind of things. I think when we all date, like for, especially for women, we're known for dating across and up. Okay. Men are way more, they don't give a shit about what women make, even though we think they do or how many degrees we have. They don't fucking care. They really, they just don't fucking care. So be a little more open-minded. Now I'll admit was not open-minded in when I was younger, just wasn't. However, when I became more open-minded, what I realized is, A, my horizons broadened. And this is why I'm able to say, there's a shit ton of good men out there. A lot of good men. More good men than I think we have good women for, to be honest with you. I'm just saying, because we've gotten so caught up in crazy, stupid shit. And that just doesn't matter overall in the quality of our sexual relationships and our emotional relationships and how we connect to a partner doesn't fucking matter. And the superficial crap, it just, mm -mm, it's not helping. So we kind of need to do a little reset. But again, if you broaden your scope a little bit. So for me, it kind of started with younger allowing younger men that I would date them. And you know what? Holy shit. Like I said, there are a lot of good men out there. And I find probably mid thirties to early forties is the sweet spot. I'm finding like, there's a lot of really good men in that age range right now that just are like available and good men. 
Like they're out of their twenties. They got their shit together. Not that you can't have your shit together in your twenties, but you know, you're figuring your, everyone's figuring themselves out in their twenties. So that's not a slight on anybody, but man, I mean, just like the onslaught of good guys and that are hardworking and they're doing the right stuff. And you know, they've got their financial houses in order and they're looking for somebody and they're serious. I mean, they're out there. So just be a little more open-minded to dating up in age or dating down in age if you need to, because good people are just good people and they don't always come with an age bracket. And I was a little, I was biased. I'll admit you guys know this. I was a way biased in the very, very beginning, but, and now I'm just a lot more open-minded. So I'm equal opportunity at this point. I see here. What's the next thing I want to go over? Oh, oh yes. Okay. This is really important. Ladies exercise. Okay. I will tell you exercise has always been such a key element for me in maintaining a healthy, just self-image. It feels great. Chemically, you get all the endorphins, you get all the stuff that your body releases, but I'm sure many of you can relate to this. Think about like how you feel at a week, you know, at the beginning of the week, maybe you have an exercise, you exercise, you know, you do five days or a week worth of exercise. By the end of that, all of a sudden you see yourself differently in the mirror. Like literally you see a transformation. Maybe there is none, but you see it. You feel better. You feel sexier. And when you feel better and when you feel sexier, you take that into the bedroom. You're like, fuck no, I don't need the lights off. Hell yes, I'm going to initiate sex. Look at this. I'm the bomb. Somebody needs to touch this body. I'm not wasting the pretty. Get over here. Like it totally changes your mindset. And I, I can tell you when, if I've had weeks or times where it was just, I couldn't be consistent as consistent with my exercise fucks me up, fucks up my, just my mood, you know, no wonder I don't want to have sex that week or whatever. I'm not as, I'm not feeling as sexy. I'm not feeling as sexy. Taking care of yourself through exercise and diet are so important. And again, get off the social media with this, every diet fad, like now it's Ozempic, Wagovi, all these, all that shit. Just, you know what? Again, let's go back to the caveman and the covered wagon people. <laughs> let's go, let's roll the clock way, way back. They didn't need Ozempic. They didn't need filters. They didn't need all this stupid crap that we're using now. It doesn't help. Go back to basics. When you put a little time and effort into yourself and you exercise and you eat right, it's a game changer. You don't have to be extreme about it by any sense. But when you start taking care of yourself, honestly, that is where your, your sexual integrity, your sexual prowess, the mindset starts there. And that's tricky. I can only point it out. I can't force anybody to want to do the work, but do the work and you'll be amazed. Like I said, give yourself one week, two weeks. You'll see yourself so much better. And listen, I understand all of this. And to M's point, you know, she's talking about 
as you're getting older and you know her body changing listen yes our bodies change it gets harder my body's changed from 20s 30s and on you know it just it goes on you're different however i still feel sexy and I, I honestly, I feel sexier now than I did when my body looked its best in its twenties. And I'm just, the truth is because it's a mental thing. It's not, it's, I didn't, you know, God, I wish I, I wish I had my shit more together back then, but I don't think your twenties are for that. Honestly, your twenties, twenties are for figuring yourself out and then move forward from there and just keep building on it. It should get better every decade. It really should as for, for, for your your sexual confidence as a woman, it should only be building and building. So to jump back to M's voicemail, she should feel like a, if rocking, like solid. There's no fuck. Yeah. Leave the lights on. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck me in the middle of the day, multiple times, whenever, wherever. Yeah. Something's out of place, but who gives a shit, you know, like, I mean, or maybe not, you know, I don't know what she looks like, but I'm just saying it's the confidence we all, nobody's perfect. We know that. And so stop wasting key parts of your life and your sexuality on projecting into the future. Like, well, when I lose 10 pounds, then I'll be happy. And then I'll want sex. And then I'll be a great lover to my partner. Then I'll go out there and I'll get all these guys. You know, who's getting all the guys, the women that are confident. And it's not about their body type. And we've all experienced this. We've all seen a guy be interested in someone that was less better looking or the perception of less better looking than ourselves. We've all had that ego hit and we're like, what the fuck? It's because she's confident as fuck because she's not messing around with superficial crap that does the guys don't give a shit about. And that's the truth. A confident woman who owns her sexuality, once she owns it, like I said, it projects out like a homing beacon and men can smell it and they can also smell the insecurity. And this is not to say that I don't have my own Samsonite. I can, I have, I have enough insecurities to fill a Samsonite bag, but I work on it and I try to just like leave that shit behind. It doesn't fucking serve you well, let it go. So working out for me is the one way because I know I'm taking care of myself. And when I, when I know I'm taking care of myself, I feel good and I feel sexy. And then I'm like, let me fuck something. Let me fuck somebody. Let me fuck. I'll let me have a masturbation session. Like I'm turned on. And it, I, I tell you what, the exercising brings out your hormones. I don't know. I, there's something to it, right? It just like, I get horny. I'm working out. I'm like, oof, things are feeling good. Yes. All right. So exercise guys, I cannot say enough about that. And it helps with body image, which is again, I think one of the number one things that prevents us from fully exploring and owning our sexuality as women is that we get these issues. And, and please, I'm not, this is not me saying that I haven't struggled with my whole, my own fair share of this stuff. Yes. But you know where it comes from? It's not coming from men. It's coming from other women and social media. That's where it's coming from. Okay. We're not doing it on purpose, but we're also not, you know, we also kind of realize what we're, we have to, when we put fake stuff out there, that's not a, a representation of ourselves, that we're not helping ourselves and we're not helping other women. In my private podcast, I will post pictures for the episode art of myself and my body. And 
I don't really give a shit, quite frankly, about that, but people like it. It's just one of the perks of joining the private podcast. Okay, there you go. It's a perk. And people want it. I don't know why, but they do. They want it. I do not filter those pictures. I may put like a a color, like change the color of, you know, like make it more of a cool tone or a, but I don't actually sit there. I don't alter my body. I don't make anything smaller. I don't Photoshop. I guess that's where I'm, I don't Photoshop anything. It is what it is. My body looks the way it looks. What just, there you go. What you see is what you get. I'm okay with that. I'm absolutely okay with that. If I don't like something then I'm like, well, stop stuff in my pie hole and work out more, make a correction, but it's not through editing, you know, and putting a false image of myself out there, you know, that's going to do it. So, all right. I know I've, I've sort of belabored that point, but I just feel like we're in this really interesting time right now. And with the images we're being fed and what we're seeing and what we're striving towards, what a lot of women are striving towards is in, is imperfection. And then when you're not feeling good about yourself and you feel like you're, when you're constantly being reminded how imperfect you are, it's not, I'm, it's not a surprise that then you don't want to just let loose in the bedroom, lights on, be creative and fun and exciting with your partner because you're feeling feeling like a piece of shit that doesn't measure up to all these other women who have perfect bodies, but they really don't. So, all right, enough said. Don't waste the pretty. I love that fucking statement. Like I really should have merchandise made that just says don't waste the pretty. If I had to give a one-liner for this, you know, what's this show about? It's just about that. Don't waste the pretty ladies. You will never be as beautiful as you are or as sexy or as attractive or as thin or as whatever fill in the blanks as you are right now in this moment. I hate to be cliche, but it's true. The past is gone. The future hasn't happened right now. You got to work with where you are right now. Now, if you want to change something, like I said, you can do that. I'm not opposed to, you know, getting some, get your Botox, get, do this stuff in moderation, tweak here, tweak there. But for God's sakes, use some common sense with it. Do not go overboard. And remember, cavemen are looking for cave women. They're not looking for plastic, artificial looking bimbos. And I, I hate to say that word, like, but you, you guys, I think, you know, when I say that the archetype I'm talking about, men don't like that shit. They don't want your lips blown up so big. You look like a sucker fish or your face is frozen. You know, I mean, you got to use some common sense here. Think like a man, ask your male friends, would you, do you think, you know, would this look good if I did that? And most of them are going to be like, no, don't fuck with yourself. No guy looks at a woman and is breaking her down going, boy, she'd look better if she had a little more Botox there. And boy, if she could get that brow lift or, Hey, let's, you know, her lips are a little thin. Like let's blow those up. Tits are too small. Let's get some big whatever. And how about a huge ass? Let's, let's suck fat out of here and pump it into here. I mean, some of the shit we do is flat out disgusting when you think about it. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? So I, again, I'm not this is just me free talking to women. I'm having a conversation with you guys. I'm right there with you. Like I understand all of this stuff. Uh, hopefully I'm helping you 
get past it a little bit. Okay. But stop wasting the pretty, like get out there, work on yourself and get out there and know that you're just, you're fucking badass. And with a minute you kind of shift into that mindset, men, I'm telling you, they pick up on it. They love a confident woman. They love a, a woman that's confident, confident in the streets and confident in the sheets. Okay. This is what gets them just hooked on you, you know, and this is how you're going to separate yourself from the herd and how men are always going to be like, oh my gosh, something about her. She's so fucking sexy. She's so fucking hot. Like you are going to get, you're going to be drilling yourselves into their little caveman brains and you're hooked in and they just cannot let you go. Trust me on this. I know, I know this to be true. Okay give your partner sex. This is for the women that are in sexual, you know, that are in relationships, but do it for you. Okay. It's for you. This is your opportunity. Especially if you have a, if you have a regular partner, like this is your free pass to explore anything and everything you want to do. You probably have a willing participant. They really don't say no to much. I mean, unless you hit a hard limit. Oh my gosh the minute you turn into this sexual explorer, this vixen that they get, that's theirs. Oh my word. They're going to lose their minds. They're not going to be shaming you and going, Oh, that's weird. Or what they're going to be right along with you. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're going to be like, I don't know what the fuck came over her, but I like it. Go for it. Ladies have fun. Use your men or your partners as a just a fucking sex toy. Like get yourself in that naughty mindset. Like he's my human dildo. This is my human masturbation tool that I get to fuck and suck and do all this crazy shit with and chew and make them do it to me. And you know, you're on that feedback loop. I mean, come on, let's have some fun here. Lighten up. Sex is such a key component to who we are. I believe our overall mental health, our closeness, our ability to bond to our partners. Like we really, really need this just as much as they do. And somehow, like I said, I, again, I, I don't have any data for this, but I believe, you know, birth control hasn't been out there that long, has not, but we are now seeing the effects of women just being way less interested in sex. And I really believe we're chemically castrating ourselves. It's a chemical castration to sum it up. That's what it is. It's preventing birth, right? It's preventing, but in doing that, the price you pay for that is that you're also a lot less interested in sex. Sex doesn't feel as good because you're not, your body's not allowed to do what it normally would be doing, getting all juicy, getting all excited. You know, you're just numbed out. So I know I keep coming back to that, but man, it's like a whole nother world. You don't realize what you, what you've done to repress your own sexuality when you're, when you're on birth control long-term. And I'm not saying it doesn't have its, its purpose. And I'm not saying that it's not a good thing that to being able to control our reproductive health, but you know what? You can do that if you're just willing to educate yourself a little bit. And for fuck's sake, you know, if you can't even read a goddamn book about your, you know, to understand what's going on in your body, I don't know. Like I can't help you. Maybe this is why more men listen than women because they're willing to learn. They are willing to do the work. We just need to be able to do it too. Okay. 
So give your partner sex. It's for your benefit and theirs. It's really for yours first and foremost. You just may not be realizing it. Don't withhold it. Don't weaponize it. If he's pissed you off, tell him. Fucking piss me off. I mean, I'm gonna this is angry hate fucking sex, buddy. Don't think I'm don't think you're off the hook for X, Y, and Z. Whatever he did wrong, he probably did. He probably did something wrong. You know, they make mistakes. <laughs> but fuck his brains out. Angry hate sex his brains out. Just be like, yes. You know what? That dick's mine. I'm gonna use it. I need some orgasms. Get down here, like lick my pussy, eat me out, give me some orgasms fuck me, make me come that way. I mean, just boss him around. If it makes you feel better that you're in control and you're angry and he knows it's not his idea to have sex, it's yours. Damn it. He will love it and you will too. All right. The last thing I would say, this is more for single women. I've talked about this. It's not the popular thought, but I really do believe it helps women. If you want to go out and explore sexually and you don't have a regular partner, you're not in a committed relationship, you really should do this pair and a spare. We are more prone to bonding with a man when we have sex. That's just nature designed it to be that way. And so to sort of help soften that, the pair and the spare theory is has really worked for me. And that is, you know, I believe if you're just if you just got one, if you're single and you're just dating one person, right? And you're on an exploration. And if you just go one at a time, you're going to hyperfixate. What I believe helps women not hyperfixate is when you have like, if you've got two guys and maybe the spare, right? So three, three on rotation. I know, I know how that sounds. Like there's a lot of, that's a little cringy, right? It makes you sound slutty. No, this is helping you explore, accomplish what you need to accomplish and have different experiences at an accelerated rate. You're getting the exposure to different guys. And like I said, your date, so you can do all kinds of, you don't, you can go down across and up in your dating pool, be open-minded, be liberal. And you're also not putting too much pressure on one guy to be everything for you. That's a lot. Just while you're figuring yourself out, get your shit together and, you know, get your house in order first. And then you then you can kind of figure out like, okay, who's really the best match for me? And you might be surprised. It might not be what you originally thought your prime dating criteria is. I have learned so much about men from this whole social experiment I put myself through. And I just appreciate them so much more. I'm so fascinated by them. And Again, my my just general interest in them overall as well comes across because I listen. I'm curious about what motivates them, what they like. I'm more open with my conversations. And these are all based on experience of just different men, cross sections of men with different backgrounds, educations, age brackets. A lot of things are, you know, stay constant and stay the same for them which is quite interesting. And it's not about their incomes. They just, they're wired very basically and very similarly. And that's a lovely, lovely thing. But you kind of don't get the chance to see like, holy shit, this guy that I 
never would have expected. And if had I not given the chance, ends up being the love of your life or the guy that fucks you the best and that you have this the deepest, hottest sexual chemistry with. A lot of times you just, this is stuff you don't expect. So it's lovely and it's fun. And again, it's all intended on making you better, smarter, hotter in bed, more accommodating to men and, uh, and more appealing to men as well without having to just focus on shit that doesn't matter to them. There's a lot of shit that we think matters that does not matter. <laughs> and you're wasting your time and putting your energy into it. All right, ladies. Well, I hope this was helpful. And M, thank you so much. You really spurred this episode. This is why I love your voicemail so much, guys. I A, get to know you and who's listening. I'm always interested in hearing from the ladies. I love my ladies. Like I, I'll be honest, when, it, when I see the, I answer the ladies first in the voicemails. Just sorry, guys. I do. Because there's less of them. I'll go through, I'm like, oh, female, female, female. And I'm like, boom, boom, boom. Because I want, I'm more curious about what the females are doing. I don't hear from them as much. Although I do have a, yeah, I feel like the group of women that follow and listen are strong. They are strong. These are the women that men are going to snatch up and are looking for and that are sexy as hell. But it's just a smaller, more concentrated group. And so I do favor them. And I'm sorry if it feels, um, I'm sorry if it feels like the episodes are more slighted towards men. I just think it's that I, this, the, I'm so out there sexually now and I've come a long way. And so I'm speaking a language that really appeals to men just straight out of the gate. Women that want to explore sexually or that already are, and they're, you know, speaking my language already, like it's either the ones that want to explore or the ones that are already there that tune in is what I found to this show. So anyway, quite interesting. There's a little bit more about my, my uh, demographic probably than I intended on getting into, but it's kind of interesting how the more things change, the more they stay the same. It's still about, like I said, 70, 30, and that number's moved around. It varies a little bit slightly. I said, depending on where you're getting the data from, what podcast syndicator data I'm looking at, but still more men than women. And I just would love it. You know, my hope is that someday it's just an even 50, 50 because women should be just as interested in sex and their sexuality and having sex and all the benefits that they get from that as men are. And for some reason we're not. So I hope that over time, that's what we evolved to. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. I think I went a little longer on this one than I intended on. That's just a tribute to my ladies. Love you, ladies. And I love you guys. And I know that I know that all the guys listen to this too. Cause again, <laughs> they love knowing this shit. And so, ladies, we need to reciprocate. We need to study them too, like they study us. All right, everyone. Don't be shy. You know I love your voicemails. This episode is a case in point. Super easy. You know what M did? She just went to the cureschooldiaries.com. She clicked on the pink tab on the right-hand side and she left me a voicemail. She didn't even go five minutes, but you can't go five minutes. Let it rip. I get back to everybody personally. And if I ever use your voicemail, as you can tell, I change your voice. I take your name out and I'll edit any personal information out and then I'll answer it on, on there. Okay, everyone stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Happy New Year. Love you guys. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Bye. 
Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com. taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com